ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Turnstiles podcast. My name is Matt Smith, your gracious host. I'm Nick, his less than gracious host. Mm-hmm. Mm. And today, we are we're going to be doing episode two again. Uh, this is the second time we've done it, I think. No kidding. Yeah, the first time we did it was okay, except we were working out some rough patches. So... This time around, we have three sections. Uh, movie review, then upcoming videos, and then the fireside chat. Pretty much. Essentially just me and you talk shit for about an hour. Basically, yeah. Uh, and if anybody notices that I'm a lot cleaner in terms of language, that's, uh, that's, a, that's a forced thing, though. No. Uh, I am trying to be a little cleaner with myself. Not, I'm not going to force it on a podcast or on a, a streaming, but... Like you'll notice in future ret snobs and ret styles, I'll be very censored. That's okay. Essentially, he thinks he's gone a little too far with the, with the language, so he yeah. wants to tone it down to make it a little more advertiser friendly. Have a little more class. Class actually is the better way to put it. Yeah. Um, I watched three episodes of Ret Snobs with my family. It was me, my parents, and my brother and his uh and his and, uh, and my sister in law. We were watching, I think, if I remember correctly, Purple Rain. We watched the Purple Rain Red Snob first. That went well. Then we watched Man in the Mirror, which was the big mistake. Because I forgot about the fact how angry I was trying to portray myself. So there's lots of swearing. Like, really, and really almost unnecessary. Um, and Shrek, like, most of it's fine. Then you get to the talking points, and I'm really just a little bit nasty. Anyway, so watching those videos, I kind of realized I may have a problem. Where the mm. drinking problem is fake, the swearing problem is real. Ignore mm. ignore the background. Ignore the, ignore those little assholes running around the... Sorry. Ignore the furry little assholes running around the background. Mm-hmm. Good God. I love dogs. I won't ever have a dog, though, because I don't want to take care of one. I wouldn't be... I mean, a child's different. A child's a different responsibility. Mm -hmm. And at least after a few years, you can you can talk to your child, and it will understand what you're saying, and it will respond back to you in your language. True. You don't hear constant... You know... You never know. Yeah, you never know. Anyway, uh, a toast to the dogs that will never shut up. Cheers. Mm. Yeah, I have a milkshake right now. I'm holding a table fan. Oh, amazing. That's a good drink. The table fan. You should go a tiki bar and get a table fan. See what see what the bartender does. See if he doesn't <laughs> slap you in the face. <laughs> you crazy bastard. This is, that's not a thing. Anyway. Uh, uh, what movie? Nick, Nick, Nick movie. All Nick, right. Nick, 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 Townsend. What are you reviewing today? Yeah, yeah, it's funny how you mentioned your side reference at Colonia because that's the kind of movie I am re re reviewing today. Is it a good burger? Yes. Damn it. <laughs> I can't help it. I like the film. I think it's funny. I think it's funny. Look, man, look. Let me tell you. Excuse me. I know I just said I did a whole bit about how I'm going to be cleaner. I'm going to clean my filthy mouth, but I'm not right now. Fuck you, Doug Walker. <laughs> I'm only half kidding. But in all seriousness, Doug Walker, you can go stuff yourself. He can, he can go stuff himself? Mm. I don't know if that's really a phrase, but I didn't want to say any vulgar phrases, so I thought, eh. Anyway, but seriously, just because you didn't like Good Burger doesn't mean you everybody else doesn't. I mean, does. Whatever. I'm a dude. He's a He's dude. He's a dude. She's a dude. Because we're, we're all dudes. dudes. Hey! <laughs> I didn't know the full words, but I remembered it vaguely. Um... It stars Ken Thompson before he was on SNL. Mm-hmm. And, uh... uh Kel Mitchell. Kel Mitchell. Thank you. Before Kel Game Mitchell. Shakers happened. Kel, Kel, Kel Mitchell. Before Game Changers, yeah. Was it Game Shakers? I don't care what it is. It's before the... It's I before couldn't believe he was time. in it, and I thought, oh, what a sad waste. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, I thought, oh, that's kind of cool. I'm glad he gets work, at least, you know? Yeah, that's true. At least he got some work out of it. Granted, I think it's from Feet Picks McGee, but you know. <laughs> I'm sorry, I should. Even though Feet Picks McGee is in that movie and made that movie. Did he direct it? Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Was... Huh. Don't worry. Well, you know. 
Excuse me. Chocolate milkshake. Nice. From McDonald's. I got a story to tell you, Nick. Let me tell you a story. So, I was at McDonald's today. To get a milkshake. I go to the McDonald's. I'm waiting in line. There's this guy ordering this massive order of food. Like, like $60 worth of food. Jesus Christ. I don't even, I don't know if he's done yet, but... At some point, he he's trying to he wants these like uh, a mango smoothie added to the order. Two of them, I think. And you know the the lady in, uh, trying to get some food. Right, he's like, we don't have that. We don't have that right now. We we don't have these items right now. And then he goes and runs out of the store. And like it's like minutes pass, and he has not come back in the store. I'm still waiting. It, it was taking so long. My father had to run into the store to see what was going on, basically. So ultimately, what happens? We went to like the the order kiosk thing, mm-hmm. ordered our milkshakes through that, uh-huh. and got our milkshakes, <clears throat> and we uh, we left. We were done. Hmm. And the guy was still in the in this damn car while we were driving away. What the fuck? There was a small part of me that wanted to be Biff Ten and rip him out of that car and say, "I want to make like a tree and get out of here." I have my spoon for dramatic effect now. If I want. Represent my anger, I'll drop a spoon. Anyway. I could drop... A fan? This game case. <gasps> oh, that's a big, that's a big oof. Anyway. I mean, that's a big boom, actually, not an oof. Yeah, that was a... God. How do you do, fellow kids? <laughs> <laughs> I like how we went from Goodberg, trying to review Goodberg to this. We, we haven't but... even really talked about the film yet. Alright, Goodberger. <laughs> um, okay. Sinbad. That's right, he was a teacher. I, forget, I kind of forget about that, actually. Yeah, I, I have to ask, who designed that character? I have no idea. I get the feeling he was supposed to be, like, soul brother number two, basically. Yeah, yeah I feel like he's supposed to be, like, the representation of the 70s and whatnot. But, I mean, like, if you want representation of the 70s, look to uh, the Jacksons when they were doing their thing. Hmm. I'm saying, like, you know, like the... Well, in stereotypical 70s stuff and whatnot. I guess so, yeah. I mean, I would look to James Brown, because James Brown's a great example of, the, of 70s outfits. Hmm. Uh, especially the early set. He had the had this really cool gold-looking outfit. Although, I'm, 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 I admit right now I'm more going off of Gown Up, which, Gown Up is many things, but in terms of time period, it's relative. It's pretty much accurate compared to a lot of other movies. Like, uh, <clears throat> Bohemian Rhapsody. <clears throat> Oof. Now, Good Burger, from what I remember about Good Burger, basically, it's not a summer comedy, but it probably would have been great as a summer comedy. Probably. I mean, honestly, you could, if you had, not, ex- I mean, here's what I'm thinking. If they made that movie today, fireworks are, okay, I want to go out there and go, you, hey, asshole, get rid of your fucking sprinklers, it's July 5th. Excuse me. The 4th of July was yesterday. Of this recording. Suck it. Yeah, as of this recording, which we're recording on July 5th, and we're probably going to release this on Friday, so... Mm-hmm. That, oh, that, that's why we dropped the Blu-ray.com news. We realized we date ourselves enough. Let's date ourselves a bit less by not telling you what's then-recent Blu-ray news. So Pretty much. And also, we feel like that segment was kind of boring anyway. Fair. So, that's fair. Yeah. Okay. But in Good Burger, <laughs> a star comedy, it would be great as almost like a... Like a Judd Apatow type comedy, probably. A what well, I feel comedy? Like a Judd Apatow. Uh, he's a producer. He's I think also a writer. Hmm. Um, have you ever seen Pineapple Express? Uh, only heard of it by title. Nah, great. Okay, well I can't help much. Uh, <laughs> have you ever seen Superbad? Believe it or not, I have. Good. That's kind of what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, big, yeah, big loving. Of course, yeah. Yeah, but that that's kind of the vibe. That's the kind of movie Good Burger today would be. Mm-hmm. So pretty much like these, you know, like... Actually, I'm not sure how to say. Describe it, to be honest. I think you're better in this one. I mean, if I was going to describe it, basically, it's like the kind... It's a sonar comedy. It's the kind of movie about these two guys who... Just, just your average nobodies, basically. Who go on, like, a big um, sort of kind of adventure. Ah. And in a weird way, Good Burger could kind of, if they did that today, they could do that. Yeah, they kind of yeah, get Kel, get I mean, Keenan, get them together, and just make just make a se- make a sequel. Good Burger Two, less feet picks. If anything, actually, I don't even think there were any feet picks in Good Burger. Think about it. I know what there were. No, I don't think there were. 
Oh, good. This perversion was hidden. Mm-hmm. Oh, except not very well. Hey, do you remember the Roxanne scene? Oh, yeah. Well, that's different. That's a full-grown woman. Still, that's still perversion. Perversion's perversion, folks. Yeah, it's not It's not as weird as let's... Anyway. But yeah, if anything, good book is more like... No. It's like the building blocks of, of, of the sort of comedies that we probably will see today and whatnot. Probably. I mean, Ed's basically on permanent uh, weedception all day long, basically. Pretty much. He smoked some of that Pineapple Express a long time ago, and it's so strong, it hasn't left his system yet. Woo-hoo-yah. He's so chilled. Honestly, though, I think that, I think that makes his character interesting. And mm-hmm. Keenan's character is a little annoying, I think. And this is going off of memory, I admit. The problem is, maybe it's just because he he goes through an arc, uh, at least. You know, he has. Oh to, yeah, definitely. Yeah, he he starts off a, he starts off as like you know pretentious, know it all asshole, thinking he knows how to spend summer vacation. But when one thing goes wrong, mainly due to Ed, due to Ed being a fall on this one, because you know he a little bit. It didn't help that the guy that he didn't pay attention on, you know, on the road. I don't think I think both of them weren't paying too much attention. Mm-hmm. I mean, with Ed, we haven't, you know, it's he he's basically a walking occupational hazard. <laughs> True. Ed is yeah because Ed is Ed. That's what I mean. Ed is a walking a- occupational hazard. I mm-hmm. mean, the guy. Also, okay. I always this. I'm glad I never ran to such like an Ed type person at in a restaurant. Because I am the kind of guy, I'm basically that one guy that asked for a plain burger, and if I got just a bun, I'd probably be just as mad. Oh god, that's... <laughs> I think it's Robert Wall, I think, is play- plays that guy. Never heard of him. Uh, you ever see Batman? Uh, which one? You need 89? Tim Burton, with Michael Keaton, yeah. Michael I Keaton. only know of it. Oh man, this is not going to work at all. <laughs> it's amazing. Welcome to the Turnstiles podcast. Uh, we got a guy who knows pretty much a lot about movies and a guy who knows nothing. It's great. Dang, it's a dynamic. It's a dynamic I never expected. I don't mind, though, honestly. <laughs> One of these days we'll have Sean or Jacob or both of them on the podcast. That will be a mess of beauty. And I could be with that, but in, well, mentally but from film critics. Yeah. Here's the thing. I'm I'm not a film I mean, I, I, I shouldn't say I'm not a film critic. I'm not, I'm not that kind of film critic. You know, it's like, my opinion is the only opinion that matters. No, I was more like the whole, you know, you want cultural swine sort of thing. I'm thinking towards yeah. that. Yes, you want cultural swine. <laughs> Thanks, Mr. Potato I'm, Head. I'm expecting that in my future. Oh, um, do you know who Richard Donner is? Richard uh, Donner, next? Richard, oh yeah, I know him. He made the Superman films and the Omen. Also, the good, yep. also, wasn't he, wait, he, didn't he also make the Goonies? Yes, he did. All right, and he also directed the Lost Boys. Uh, this isn't good news. Uh, I think he died recently. The fuck? Ah, uh, I know. That's why I said I couldn't believe it either. No, 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 no. wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Holy shit! He, he did. died today. Well, it's terrible. As of, it is. Mm-hmm. On the po- on the weirdly positive, he did live to be ninety one. So yeah, he he lived for he lived for a long time. Like, damn. Yes. Uh oh yeah. He produced Free Willy. And he produced X-Men. Free Willy. Yeah, the whole franchise and uh, the X Men franchise too. Yeah, because why I think of Richard Donner, I mostly think of Superman. Superman two is is okay. Um, but and Man of Steel, I think I like Superman too. I'll say oh, that. Oh, oh, oh! And uh, speaking of Don, uh, Richard Donner, he also directed uh, Lethal Weapon. He directed Lethal Weapon one. I think two, three, and four. Really? Mm-hmm. Damn, that's a that's quite the filmography right there. Oh yeah. Also, I have to wonder how did you go from making The Omen to making Superman? Money. <laughs> <laughs> money like how did you make something like that dark and then something that lighthearted soon after like how did you do that from the, direct, from the director of superman the movie comes the toy starring richard pryor and jackie gleason and ned Beatty. we think died recently too yeah he did june th- he died in june 13th Oof. my god i need to know gene hackman's still alive hold on because uh michael oh. kidder is dead uh christopher reeve is dead mm-hmm 
And uh, I think Gene Hackman's still alive. That's good. I think. I, think. Good. I need to look it up as well. Yeah, I, I, I'm already on. I'm already on the way. Brando's yep. dead. No, he's still alive. Uh, he's 91 years old as well. Wow. Uh, mm-hmm. Jackie Cooper is dead. Hmm. Uh, Glenn Ford definitely dead. Yeah, he's been dead for a while. <sighs> anyway, yeah. But wait, is this toy thing an actual film? Uh, the toy with Richard Pryor and Jackie Gleason. Yeah. Yeah, it's a real movie. Hmm. Basically, Jackie Gleason buys Richard Pryor for his son. Ah. I, yeah, yeah. It, Richard Pryor's good in it. I like him in that movie. Uh, anyway. I was wondering because, you know, I expect that film to be funny because, you know, Richard Pryor, Jackie Gleason, you know. I, yeah, no, you're right. I have my expectations It might be a one. funny movie that I just haven't seen. Okay, you haven't seen it? Nope, and the assholes are still firing off their fireworks at it's 7 p.m. The, the sun is still out! Exactly! Wait until the lights are out, assholes! Jesus. My god, I really... I actually really want to go... I have not... Okay. I hate I hate Doug Walker. I do. Here's why. Doug Walker did this year is doing this thing for the South Korea career dives... It really sucks because I want to do one. But if I do, I'll be compared to Doug Walker because he did it. But then again, he doesn't own the concept. He doesn't own the movies. Mm-hmm. So, well, for fuck's sake. I want to murder him. I just, just, Calm God down. damn. Uh, yeah. God damn. Okay. We were talking about Good Burger, weren't yeah. we? Mm-hmm. And also, what you said about the dog walker, you know, about the... No, no. Yeah. But that one part, he doesn't mean it. Let it go, folks. Wait. He does hate him, but not to that extent. Wait, did you think I was saying I want to murder him? That's what I thought No, I not even remotely. No, I'm not, I mean, as much as I may hate him as like a... As a... Whatever, no, I don't... I'm not going to murder him. I didn't mean it at all. I don't mean murder. I would never murder someone. The fireworks people, though... I just want to have a good... I want to spank them. Oh, okay. Always oh, like, a fire... Like, oh, wait, those are the fireworks like, people you were talking about? Yup. They just can't stop going off. It's weird how that works because, you know, it, it sounds so weird in the context. When I say spank, I don't mean, like, the kinky... Not that part. I'm talking about the other thing. Oh, thank God, the murder thing. Yeah, good. Okay. No, I don't want to literally kill somebody. I just figuratively want to... I want to kill the fireworks, okay? I'll kill those. Those aren't, aren't too bad to kill. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's get back to Good Burger because so, you're God. So, yeah, no, I'm saying I'm saying that was weird in context because you're talking about because we went from this you're talking about nostalgia critic, you know, Doug Walker. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like yeah, you know, right, like, right. Yeah, I'll right, say yo, good okay, 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 okay. Uh, good Burger, Good Burger, Good 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 Burger. Abe Vigoda's dead too. Wait, who? Abe Vigoda, the, oh, the old oh, yeah, man. Oh yeah, that's right. And that was a running joke, not running joke, but a running thing for a while. People would say he's dead, and he'd be like, "No, I'm not. I'm here. I'm still here." And then, you know, of course, the, then the day happened. They said he's dead. And they were waiting for him to say, I'm still here. I'm still here. And they never said he was still here. And they realized oh, shit. he's actually dead. Mm-hmm. Now I'm sad. I mean, hell, I think it reminds me of something to talk about with that guy. He's like, I should have been dead. It's like, <laughs> this makes me happy. I'm not dead. <laughs> yeah. I remember those. <laughs> I don't want to talk too much, I feel, like, I feel, opinion. I, I feel, I'm realizing I think that, that guy just had some fun. Just has fun with it when it comes to that sort it's of thing. It's a fun movie. Don't take it too seriously. Uh, uh, Let's go. I know. Just, I was talking about. You know, sorry, like, I'm rushing you off your movie. It's just that the finale of Red Snobs, which is like next year. I, actually, I was talking about the actor himself. You know, he's just trying to have fun, fun. You know, that sort of gag. You know, his own personal. Gag. Correction. Yes. Sorry, Nick. I'm. I'm. Uh, I'm being a bad moderator. <laughs> <laughs> ah, no worry. It, it, it brings it brings character to these podcasts. You're right. The reason I'm rushing you out of this movie is because I am going to review it for the mm-hmm. finale. I've confirmed that. I'm going to reconfirm it when we get to finishing the review, when I finish the script for it, but... Anyway. Well, yeah. Let me... My final thoughts real quick. I like the film. I think it's funny. Okay. Good. Rest on finale, Matt. Go. Okay. For me, it's time for me to talk about a couple movies. Number one, I recently saw the movie Backbeat. That one I'm also going to maybe... Rev- I'm going to review... In the finale, so I'm not gonna go into detail. Basically, it's a it's a Beatle, it's a movie about Stuart Sutcliffe and his time in the Beatles and his love with, of Astrid. Uh, that's about it. Uh, 
However, a movie that I recently bought because I referenced it in a video, uh, I will not be reviewing. And if I do, it'll be years from now or maybe months from now. It's called Hysteria, The Deaf Leopard Story. Hmm, that's interesting. It was made in the early 2000s and basically it is exactly what you'd expect out of a movie about Deaf Leopard. A, a biopic about Deaf Leopard, you know, to get... a biopic about Deaf Leopard. That's right. You know, some things, you know, not being completely accurate because your know, biopics are one that. Yeah, though this is more, yeah, pretty much. It definitely, unless the movie has more tits in it than I than uh than the TV version that's on YouTube, it's very much a sanitized movie. I mean, they don't even say the hardest word they probably say is hell or damn. I don't think they ever say. So, Paris, they don't go, go hard on the words, but yet they go hard on the tits. I don't even think they go hard on the tits. Nothing. I was going to say, they don't even, I don't think they ever say fuck once. Hmm. Yeah, the movie's rated R. I don't understand how they can have a TV version. So, either they, cut all the, either they cut all the naughty bits without telling me, which I wouldn't be surprised, or there weren't any and it's only R-rated because they said some words in it. That would suck. Yeah, well, I bought the movie. It's not a bad movie, it's just... There. Very sanitized. Very san And uh, Joe Elliott kind of comes off like an ass. Hmm. Like, he really comes off as like an over-demanding slave driving almost. Like, really, really just kind of extremely into the band. Dictator-like, even. And maybe sexually. If only that would I mean, hell, spice. I mean, hell, have you listened to that song, Pour Some Sugar On Me? You should, we all know what that's about. Yes, that's right. Strippers. <laughs> it's a stripper anthem, and I don't mean that as an insult. I do be. I believe it was written as a stripper anthem. It's a strip. Wait, it's a stripper anthem. I was. I was thinking more like a. I was thinking more like a sex anthem. I was leaning towards it was made something that it was a song that a stripper could dance to. Okay, okay, now that that's makes why a lot I meant. Sense. I didn't mean to say anthem. It just sounded nice. Stripper anthem, like, which sounds nice. Essentially, like a stir, like a stir, like a typical stripper dance song. Pretty much, in a way. And uh, the thing is, the movie I think does not. It goes over the release of Hysteria, hmm. and like their okay. one of their perform their first performance after uh, Rick I think lost his arm. That's rough. So it is rough, but hey, you know what he. Uh, he found a way to do what he does best. Mm -hmm. He's still in the band. He's still rocking. So I gotta say good for him on that front. Yeah. And the only time people left was their original guitar player. Or one of their original guitar players. Actually, both their original guitar players have left, basically. Well, one left was, I think, either was kicked out or left. The other died, sadly. Steve Clark, I believe I'm talking about. Yeah, I think one of the guitars in the band right now is Vivian Campbell. Yeah, and he's good, I think. Believe me, he used to play. He used to play for Dio's well, Dio's solo, solo career. So he he's good. He has survival talent. So yeah, the movie is okay. It does make. For God's sake, stop with the fireworks! <laughs> I'm in the middle of reviewing a movie about Def Leppard, and all of a sudden, it's the the sun's still out. How do you see this shit? I hear it. I hear it. I'm talking about the people saying off the fireworks. Oh, you're right. How do they see it? I don't know. Anyway, um, that is the hysteria. Basically, it goes from the band's early days in Sheffield to, of course, their success. Mutt Lang is played by Anthony Michael Hall. He was their producer. And I, the movie is. <sighs> It, it, it's something I, I feel like the problem with this podcast is trying to review stuff. I might want to drop the review segments if you don't mind, Nick. Oh, you could drop review segments? After this episode, of course, yeah. Because, hmm. I mean, I'm never good at... I I never write a review for these. I just kind of come up with it. I mean, neither do I. I don't... Better yet, I think we should start calling these movie talk segments. We, which bring movies to talk about. Hmm. Not, not as a review, just to talk about them. And we should probably pick something we both know, so that at the very least, we have that going for us. Good idea. Because I know you haven't seen this movie. I bet nobody really knows about it. It's It was a VH1 original movie. 
the same network that aired Man in the Mirror, the Michael Jackson story. Oh, God. That already doesn't sound so good. Nick, I'll tell you this. It's not that bad. They did get to use Def Leppard's music, though. Okay, that's good, though. And also, I mean... I mean, it, it could always be worse. There's a PS1 game called Kiss Pinball. And let me tell you, it's a shoddy pinball game, blah, 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 blah. That's not the important part here. The important part is, they don't have Kiss music in it. I'm not kidding. A game for that's about Kiss with none of their music in it. At least when Queen, the Queen, the Eye, which is a video game with Queen's music, that's the thing. It may have had nothing to do with Queen outside of anything else. It at least had the music in some form. Mm-hmm. I just wish I had more to do with Queen. Anyway, but no, um... Was Gene Simmons' tongue at least the paddles? What do you mean by like, that? I actually have no idea. You know how in pinball, you, you the how you have to keep the ball up? Oh, oh. Yeah. Oh, okay, I got the paddles. The, the paddles for the pinball. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just, they should be... I if just I was naming it under Kiss, I would they'd be Gene, Gene Simmons' tongue. That'd be clever, but I haven't. But I don't know this one, so I've well, barely seen the gameplay footage. I just know there's no Kiss music. There's just some shreddy guitar, and the oh. pinball is shoddy. Oh no! It's as bad as it sounds. Well, uh, and also sad, disappointing. Um, no kidding. Nick, shall we talk about the upcoming videos now? Mainly you, since I don't know the plans too much. <laughs> Good point. I will tell you what the plans are. So in upcoming videos, on the we're gonna start with the uh, turnstiles one because there's not that much coming up. There is a there is no confirmed release date yet, but the doors ret style it'll be the last ret style for some time as I am taking a break from that show to do heavy focus on ret snobs. Hmm. There sense. are uh, yeah, there are two videos in the works. Um, they're both about movies. They aren't ret styles or ret snobs. They're kind of a break from formula hmm. one of them is a video about a biopic that may or may not exist hmm. and the other is about a movie i saw in theaters like five years ago and there was a sequel to that disappointed me to my core in the first of a long of a, of a new series of reviews that is basically the ret snobs thing without the characters and appears for, for modern films Exactly. It's called Modern uh, Modern Flicks right now. That's hmm. the working title. Now, to talk about upcoming videos on the Some Film Snobs YouTube channel, there is an upcoming video. It is Catwoman. Red Snob. That's going to be a big one. Mm-hmm. And then in October will be Snobbowine 3, the Ooh. final chapter. Quite the ride. And... Definitely confirmed for December, the Santa Claus Trilogy. Finally, I joked about it multiple times, I'm actually going to do it now. Yep, no need to worry about the Hickory Honey Ham. Hickory Honey Ham. Hickory, Hickory Honey, honey ham. ham. Hickory Honey Ham, I love that. I, I'll never forget, there, there's a story for you. Alright. Um, upcoming videos are over, it's time for the fireside chat. Yep, or we, or we just talk about nonsense and just go along with it for the, for the next... Yes, Nick. Let me tell you the Hickory Honey Ham story. Alright, this is going to be a good way to start the fireside chat. Pretty much. Uh, so back when I was writing the script, originally I had a big thing planned. The way it was going to work, originally in my head, is I would have had me cutting to my... Like, the way it would have worked is I would have still done... You know, I'm done reviewing the movie. I'm going to watch The Blues Brothers instead. Mm -hmm. I'm going to watch... The Santa Claus. I'm going to watch Training Places. Okay. I would have done all of those, except they would have all been at my TV. <laughs> As opposed to, like, just the movie being on screen. I would have been at my TV. We would have had... It would have been a cutaway gag, basically. And the final gag would have been very trippy, but it would have turned off. And then I'd look up, and then you'd hear a gun being cocked. And then... <laughs> then there'd be me in a different Santa Claus hat going, That's right, Matt. I'm you, and you're me, and this is a gun. <laughs> and then I would have been forced to finish the review. Now, the re I got that, actually, from the 1978 Amazing Spider-Man TV show. Peter is looking at pictures in his camera. All of a sudden, gun is cocked. 
He looks up in the mirror, turns around, and the clone Peter is going, That's right, Peter. I'm you, you're me, and this is a gun. He really does that. It I is so... Okay, that goes just funny right there, honestly. In the show, it's hilarious. It really is. And I'm saving that for The Amazing Spider-Man 2, which I'm doing for myself. I'm you, you're me, and this is a gun. I love that. I love that part. Anyway. Quote the lifetime. Exactly. Um, I then realized that it would be way too complicated to shoot that gag with the limited time I had. Because I had to like get the video up pretty quickly. So I just went, I'm just going to use the footage. I'm just going to put the footage for the movie, do a couple of different sight gags, and that'll be it. So text-to-speech was always going to be there, so that's easy. Um, Merc getting in front of the TV, That's I used that blue screen thing I shot for the the uh, Fuck Nostalgia episode of uh, Little Mermaid 2. Because Sean's dog just started barking, and I thought, I have blue walls, I have my dog, stuffed animal, I'll just shoot Merc uh, against the blue my blue wall, and there you go. Hmm. Pretty... Uh, that's where I got that little asset from. When I did the Hickory Honey Ham, I didn't know what I was going to do for that sequence. And then I ha- I thought, okay, I'll just repeat Jamie Lee Curtis saying Hickory Honey Ham. And then I'm watching the bit of footage I was trying to use for some of the, uh, for this uh, trip sequence. And I realized Dan Aykroyd is chomping into a, a, sli- a big slice of ham. And I thought, it's right there in front of me. The ham is laced with LSD. Oh my god. <laughs> So that was the thing. So the trip really starts when Dan Aykroyd bites into the ham. And that's how that started. It just started because I just went I went with it. I didn't plan it out too much. It just happened. The only thing I knew I was going to do was going to do the scene where she takes her top off. Because I figured that'd be a funny thing to censor. And that's why I censored it with the hickory honey ham. I thought it'd be really ridiculous. And it worked. Um, and yes, Nick, I did not. If I hadn't censored it, we would have. It would have been removed from YouTube really fast. It Nick, does stop a lot of people from doing it anyway. Good point, but Trust they me. usually put they put under the education category, Nick, and we're not educational. Believe me, there was a child that, that posted hentai pics on YouTube for a year. I'm not surprised. Yep, and he's back at it again. And he's good. Do it. Do it, my brave soul. No, I'm kidding. I don't care. It's. I mean, look, do it if you want to. Risk your whole YouTube career. To be fair, this is, that's just an alternate account. Smart. He just does it for fun at this point, I believe. That's good. That's good. Okay. Uh, I looked. I just looked at the list for topics for the fireside chat. Ooh. Cruella, the twenty twenty one maleficent type movie about cruella de vil all right here's my here's my take never seen it heard the art story from the film dumb yeah pretty much i i i'm gonna buy it anyway because i'm gonna review it at some point for modern flicks that's fair that's fair yeah um well let's get to the other topics i want to talk about because you always like to have the films legally to you know to review it i can i understand your your purpose in that regard yeah, I don't like to do the uh, either digital like let's let's record it digitally or let's go to the Internet Archive of the Pirate Bay. Mm-hmm. Internet Archive is not the Pirate Bay, but I'm just saying two different sources. And also, I'm just not the biggest fan of digital stuff in the first place. And yeah, neither am I. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so uh, I want to talk about the Beatles' early album stereo mixes. All right, Nick, let me explain. Let me tell you what the Beatles' stereo mix was like. When they would mix the album for stereo in the early 60s, what they would do is they would do most of the instruments on the left channel and the vocals and maybe the drums on the right. That, that sounds torturous. Nick, Nick, you know how I knew it was bad? When I was sick for at one point, many a few winters ago, my right ear got plugged up and I'm listening to the song, I'm rocking out, and all of a sudden, why don't I hear Paul McCartney singing? Where's Paul? Where's my Paul? Where's Polly? Where'd he go? <laughs> of course, it turns out he was he was still singing. It's just that the vocals were on the right uh, channel. That's so dumb. It is. But the thing is, I had to remind myself that this was when stereo was a brand new, almost a gimmick at the time. It wasn't seen as the wave of the future. It was seen as gimmick. But true mono will stay forever. And then basically mono became the dead format. Anyway, um, really, I just found it interesting how why they thought that was a good idea 
they didn't think about headphones. That's one thing I have to say is they didn't think about headphones. Yeah, it was that's fair. It was the early sixties and whatnot. And most kids didn't really have headphones or stereo systems. So mm-hmm. anyway, I find it, I, now lately the Beals have been the uh, yeah the Beals have been releasing new uh, remixes of their albums and not like re- uh, wait, if anything concerning they're now releasing the you know the modern day devices they should have should have put put the headphones part in mind you know you know you know balance the audio and whatnot. Oh, the new mixes do that. The new mixes are pretty modern. Uh, not bad. They're not like, oh, let's put some, let's put a, let's put a dance beat to, to Sergeant Pepper's. <laughs> no, they, they, no, it's like, it's like, they just basically, it's a new mix from the same material. I want to see them do the original, the old albums, the very first albums by the Beatles. Just, I just, I just want to hear a remix of that from, uh, uh, Please Please Me and, uh, uh, With the Beatles, A Hard Day's Night, uh, Let's say with the Beals again. Uh, Beals for sale. That's the that's the one. Uh, Help, Rubber Soul, and Revolver. I feel like I might be missing one. No, no, I'm not. I'm not missing one yet. Uh, after that, after Revolver, Starch and Peppers, then the Beatles, which is the Y album, and then uh, the O Submarine soundtrack, Abbey Road. Let it be. Uh, Nick, just so you know, technically speaking, Abbey Road is actually the last Beals album. It is. Basically, I just in know terms like, of rec- I just know that the most one of the most famous, probably the most famous album of all time, it and, is or, one, the, yeah. or the very least, the very least, the most famous album cover. That is true. Uh, it's the last recorded Beatles album. It's the last recordings they made. The last album released is Let It Be, but the last recorded album is Abbey Road. Really, they, they recorded that first, but released the right before other finger of Jake. Before Let Be came Ab- Abbey Road, hmm. but in reality, Abbey Road came after Let Be. Huh. The thing is, Yoko didn't break up the group. Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds is not about LSD. That doesn't mean they didn't take it. It just means it's not about LSD. And personally, I like to think Yoko Ono did break up the Beatles. Nah, it was only John because, Lennon. Only because they get the shit on her. Eh, trust me, you can use her music. It's more fun that way. And it's something she did do. True. I mean, hell, did, I mean, hell we almost saw the, the performance... She did with Chuck Berry, when she made those monkey sounds. <laughs> uh, she's screaming all over Johnny B. Good, scaring Chuck Berry. It's terrible. Uh, look, here's the thing. You can you can critique her music, man. Just don't blame her for something she may not have done. If anything, it was the fu- it was the already crumbling structure that broke the Beatles. They were already on thin ice before Yoko got involved. There, you know, so anyway. And that's about it for the Beatles, really. I know you're not... Where I'm, like, a huge, big enough fan to know a lot about them, you know they exist, and you acknowledge they exist. They're just not your bag. Pretty much. But this one's more like a whole stereo mix thing. With, like a whole, like, you know, recording mix sort of, sort of thing. Which is an interesting thing to talk, to think about one, not to believe it or not. Like, yeah. That how, is interesting. Like, recording mixes, you know, how the audio balances and whatnot. I honestly, that's kind of think of why I mentioned it. It wasn't for the Beatles thing; it was for the mix itself. Mm-hmm. Honestly, that kind of made the whole whole thing interesting since this is, this is pretty much new to me or not. Mm-hmm. They prioritize mono mixes, and then they they mix the stereo second. They do that last. That was uh, that was second priority. And the Rolling Stones, I think, did the same thing early in their career too. And when they finally went full stereo, I think they went full stereo in the seventies, actually. I believe Let It Bleed had a mono mix. Hmm. Anyway, Rolling Stones. That's not a topic we were going to talk about, but we could bring them up. We'll bring them up later, I think. Uh, okay, Nick, which Black Sabbath do you prefer oh, more? Oh, God. Do you I... prefer Ozzy or Ronnie James Dio? That is a hard one. Like, did I say Rodney or did I say Ronnie? I don't know, but the point still stands. Pretty much Dio or Ozzy. It's probably it's a lot easier to say it like that when not. Vocally, I would say Ronnie. Oh yeah, well, Ronnie has amazing vocals. Ozzy could be okay. Ozzy mm-hmm. can be pretty good, but then Ronnie's like, "Okay, um, that's that's cute. Uh, it's my turn now." Mm-hmm. <laughs> but seriously, he he's great vocally. Um, but what about the music? I wouldn't be able to say much about that. Yeah, because you haven't listened to too much of the you know, of the Ronnie era stuff. The most I know is Ozzy. I have, I think, mm-hmm. I have their first out al- everything from their first album up until their 
Which one was the last one with Ozzy? Never Say Die. I don't think I have that one yet. Although, let me double check. I have iTunes. Let me check. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm opening iTunes now. Maybe the one you're talking... Maybe think about the one before the last one, which is probably Technical technical Ecstasy? Technical Ecstasy. I know I have that one. That I know I have. I think that's the one before Never Say Die. Yeah, I think I would like to have all uh, all the Ozzy albums. I think I do. But I want those deluxe editions, because... they have live stuff on them and the other mixes and all that fun stuff. That's fair. Yep, I don't have never. I don't have never. I never say die. Don't have that one yet. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, that's lot. Um, Ozzy did. It for you know before Dio came in and then, God, who who was the? Oh, to, I think it's Tony Martin who took over after after you know Dio Dio left and whatnot. I think I'm just gonna go for the first Dio era and then that's it. And that's the last. That's where I stop. I like I do stop at certain at certain points. I mean, if I go through, pretty much. Yeah. Here's what I know about about the deal era. There was Heaven Hell, the Mob Rules. Uh huh. And then he pretty much left the band because you know creative differences between the between him and Tony Iommi and whatnot. Okay. Mm-hmm. He comes back for he comes back for the Sabbath album in the nineties. I think it's called Immortalizer. I think. Maybe, I can't uh, remember. I just know it was a it was a album from the nineties. It's a uh-huh. song called "I." I actually played song quite a bit. Yeah. And then they tried doing another album with Dio. By the time to do try to do another album with Dio, but we had one slight problem. It's from the Ozman himself, putting a lot of claims on the band, even the even the name of the band for that matter. Oh no. Yeah. So period. Yeah. It's pretty much the same Sabbath group they did Heaven, Hell, and Mob's Rule with, so they figure, screw it. Let's just make their own band name called Heaven and Hell. <laughs> and they sadly only have one album. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's not because of creative differences this time. Trust me, they were all mm. within themselves. They were all within good, good terms of each other this time. All right. Mm-hmm. The, you know, here's the problem. Dio passed away. A few months after the Heaven and Hell album dropped. Yeah. Yeah, that does that does put a damper on things. It really does. So yeah, uh, I know they... they Black Sabbath did... Uh, bre- not break up, but officially retire. They did, yes, that's true. Hey, listen, I'm happy they officially retired instead of like... Every member basically died. But yeah. I have Volume 4. I have... Uh, yeah, if I look through my if I look through my iTunes, which I will, of course, um, I've got Black Sabbath, the first album, uh, both versions of Paranoid, actually, both the regular deluxe, which included the all the alternate tracks and stuff, and the super deluxe, which included the uh, quad in stereo mix, and like a couple of live shows. Hmm, that's pretty interesting. It is. Um. They are. They do have a new, uh, a new deluxe edition of Volume Four. Speaking of that, I do have that album and Master of Reality. Yeah, I have. I think I have all the albums. In some form or another, I have all the albums. Oh, almost all of the Aussie uh, albums. I just gotta get one more, one more standard and a deluxe edition, and we'll be good. I think there's a new version of Sabbath Place. Sab- oh, that will probably come out. Um, I believe that is Sabotage in 75, and then Techno Ecstasy, and then Never Say Die was their last album with Ozzy for a while. Yep, until 13. Yeah. Well, last studio album. Uh-huh. Uh, I need Heaven and Hell and Mob Rules. I need those two together. Mm-hmm. Particularly because I want, I want the deluxe edition so that I can get the live out, the live CD. I'll say this. The, the oh, God. I like the yeah. song... I like some of the songs on Heaven and Hell. Like, like, you know, the, the, the title song, the title track, Heaven and Hell, is fantastic. Die Young's great. Oh my goodness, they have a new version coming out Ooh. of uh, Heaven and Hell. I mean, Mob Rules. I mean, Mob Rules. Sorry, Mob Ooh. Rules. Uh, yeah, apparently there's they a, have a new yeah, one there's coming a, there's out. There's some good stuff on Mob Rules as well. Like, both of the albums um, are really good. A whole... Basically, a couple of different bits of shows um, included. I would like to get the old deluxe edition while it's still available. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So that way, if when I get that 40th anniversary one, I at least will have everything. Gotta think ahead. And True. there you go. Yeah. 
anyway, that's uh, that's my thought. So, what up? What's up? <laughs> no. Um, What's up? Uh, I don't know. Maybe a ceiling. <laughs> Ooh, yes, the ceiling. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's yeah. always good. Um, yeah, they're, they're very nice. Ceilings are good. Mm. Yes. I want to talk about streaming. All right. That's our new topic, by the way. So the new topic is streaming. In general, what do you think of streaming? I like it. I think it's a. I appear to do it as like a fun. I appear to do it as a hobby. That's a fair thing. Mm-hmm. For me, I think it's interesting. It's just most of when I get most of my streaming is for um, some music, but not a lot really. Hmm. Oh, they are doing sabotage. That's interesting. Ooh. And yet they didn't mention that the IMDb page doesn't mention it at all. I mean, IMDb, dear God, the Wikipedia page <laughs> didn't mention it at all. Yeah, it mentions Rob Rules as a deluxe edition. That's interesting. No, maybe they do have it. It just doesn't show up. Anyway, streaming is interesting to me. I have digital. I have a Voodoo account where I stream a bunch of movies. Nice. If I want to. Yeah. Uh, Netflix is digital. They're pretty good. They have a good library. Yeah. They have good burger. So that's a, so that's a plus. Oh, I need to buy the Blu-ray of that. They have a Blu-ray of that movie. Ooh. Yeah. Um, I've been going through my old digital codes recently, my old uh, digital copies of movies, to see if I can redeem them. Because some of them, they've expired, but when I, you know, if I try them in the right sites, it'll, they'll work fine. I do keep checking on them, just to make sure. Uh, and, uh, I have some movies in 4K now, actually. Yeah, I bought Shrek in 4K. Um, bought a few other movies, yeah. Um... Do you have any topics you want to bring up, Nick? Or, uh... Uh, I've never been good at bringing up topics. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I wonder. Uh, what's been streaming like for you? But if I were to for me, streaming, streaming, like I said, it's a it's a good service. It's a good thing. It's a good concept. Mm-hmm. Uh, I ha- I did use Amazon Music Unlimited for a while. And that was a lot of fun. I got to listen to a lot of music. Mm-hmm. The reason I dropped it is because I need to make sure I can afford to finally finish that uh, one of my subscriptions that I have to pay. And can't really cancel. Wait, are you talking about streaming services or live streaming? Uh, I was talking about streaming services, and then <laughs> I started talking about a service I have to pay for. I was thinking about live streaming. Oh, <laughs> oops. <laughs> we're okay. We're very disjointed on these sort of things. <laughs> Nick, we need to co- I need to coordinate with you more often. It's my fault. I should have told you what I was thinking. <laughs> I get confused easily. That's my own undoing as well. well so. Let me try. Okay. But you know what? In all seriousness, when it comes to streaming, like like you know, live streaming, I love doing it. It's been very fun. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about Netflix stuff. No, uh, um, okay. let me tell you something. They have I movies. Can't... They took off that '70s show at some points. Why are they okay. evil? Yeah, uh, I gotta tell you something. Uh, I just want you. To, I want to mention the fact Nick is going to appear in. He's going to appear in the new in the Catwoman video. No, I have no idea when we're shooting this because. I'm not sure when his shooting. What my humor? schedule is hectic, basically. And, I all, got a big and also, my plans. My schedule is actually hectic for this month. Oh, what's up? I mean, are you going like on trips or big family events or something? Actually, yeah, just a family. Yeah, the family. Oh yeah. yeah, right. Yeah, you do it every year, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. When are you doing that? Because uh, I have no idea. We're I'm speculating the seventeenth. Seventeenth? That's not too bad. We could probably shoot a little bit later. We mm-hmm. probably shoot towards the end of the month. Definitely. Okay, that, that's fair. We probably. Probably not coming back to. Uh, I need to check the calendar. Uh, probably not. You till... can tell me later. You can tell me later, man. The twenty fifth. Like, probably not till then. Okay, that's not bad. Uh, gives me time to finish that. I've mm-hmm. been working on some. I've been working on scripts in general lately. So, and uh, it's been very good for me. Mm-hmm. Very creative. So yeah. Uh, probably best. Yeah, I'm gonna try and make some. Yeah, but it gives you a lot more time to finish up on the script and one that. Yeah. Okay. Get yep. Some, I'm, yeah, gonna, get I'm gonna shoot some short films too eventually. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's it for today. All right. All right, before let's give some closing thoughts before we go. Yes, and for the original, we... and it's for the original episode two. Plus, there'll be the musical on DVD and also Japan on Blu-ray. Thank God you remembered that. I remember stuff for whatever reason. I want Snoopy the musical on Blu-ray. I want your good man Charlie Brown Blu-ray, Ooh. and I want Geppetto on Blu-ray, 4K if you can actually do that. Honestly, at this rate, just mainly Geppetto. Something, something to satisfy both. I need to be able to say, look, look, Tommy, it's Geppetto on DVD. I know what to get you for your birthday at one point. 
No wait, cr- no wait, Christmas. Honestly, though, I would like it. Really, <laughs> I I mean, I've never seen the whole thing, but mm-hmm. I mean, it can't be that bad. At the very least, it'll be entertaining. That's mm-hmm. my feeling. Oh yeah, I mean, hell, we got Drew Carey. We got Drew Carey singing as Geppetto. Where can you go? Oh, this will be great. This will be great in the worst way. <laughs> I love it. And that's okay. Why, um, that's why. It's, yeah, that's why it's a good thing. All right. Well, then. Anyway, uh, closing thoughts. Also. Uh, we need to coordinate a little bit better. I agree. <laughs> but on the other hand, we at least have our new... Okay, so here's what we've learned today. What's the moral of today's episode, Nick? We're idiots. We're idiots, that too. I will tell you what the moral... The other moral was. We need to... We're not going to do movie reviews as much as movie discussions. Just mm-hmm. talk about movies. Give opinions still, so it's kind of a review, but... Essentially, the thing I was doing in the very first episode. Yeah. Talk about the themes. Talk about whatever we want. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, upcoming videos we could save for lap. Maybe the first thing we should do. That's the first mm-hmm. thing we should do every episode is upcoming videos, then the reviews, then the fireside chat. Good idea. That's the format, Nick. And all right. ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, everything and and everything else. Thank you all for uh, listening to this beautiful hot mess. We will see you next month, hopefully this time. For real, this. For real, because we skipped June and May. Mm-hmm. We'll see you we're, soon. We're trying, we swear. We actually care. <laughs> we scare. We'll see you because soon. Because we care. Because we care. <laughs> and I just want to leave you with a few words of wisdom. Am I really that out of touch? No. It's the children that are wrong. <laughs> Thank you, Skinner. Alright, and that's, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're done now. Alright. Everybody, we're done. Goodbye, everybody. See you later.